Hello, welcome to Her Crown, a limited audio production celebrating motherhood. I am your host and co-producer, Erica Scott. Her Crown is a 12-part series of stories that focuses on the strength, dedication, love, and sacrifices from a diverse group of mothers. These brave women will share with you their up and down journeys through life. Some of their stories have never been told before. Motherhood is hard, yet rewarding. A mother wears so many hats for so many reasons, but through it all, there is no stopping a mother's love. She is deserving of a crown. Here are their stories. Today with me is Aviana. Aviana, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, some background of who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a 22, almost 23-year-old mama. (laughs) Um, I was born and born, um, lived with my parents, so I was about eight, uh, grew up with four brothers, so that was exciting. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And um, I am a mom to a little boy named Silas, and he is 18 months old. Aww. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Now, how was your household where you were raising? Were you, was it a strict household? or? Um, I'd say to an extent, yes. You know, like, because in today's time, you know, these kids can play video games all day, every day. You know, we were forced to go outside, you know, go outside and play yes. or put the electronics down and find something to do, you know? So like in that way, yeah, but we, you know, we were raised to also have fun and look out for each other, which was very important. And to this day, you know, we're all still very close. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, how old were you and what year was it when you first suspected that you were pregnant? I was 20. Um, It was 2017. I had only been married for seven months and I was like, oh Lord, <laughs> like what is everybody going to think, you know? Because it wasn't the plan. The plan was to get pregnant in 20. 2020 so this year (laughs) but God had a different plan for me and you know at that time I was so nervous I remember I was freaking out I was like I can't do this like I'm not ready to be a mom you know like the idea of having a baby you know that's always something you know that baby fever that kicks in but then it's like when you know it's happening, it's, oh, God, here it comes, you know? Yes. <laughs> so. I don't think you're ever really prepared. No, you can never be. No matter how much money, how old you are, like, it's just, you're never prepared enough. <laughs> so how did your husband feel, too? Was he a little scared or he was um, just excited? He was absolutely excited. Like, I... The moment I took the test, he was like in the bathroom jumping up and down. He was like, I got to call my mom. I was like, well, I'm glad you're hype about this. I can't even embrace it yet. (laughs) Well, that's because they're not experiencing anything. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, I remember looking in the mirror and I'm like, you're about to be a mom. Like, you're about to be a mom. That's all I kept telling myself. Oh, that's wonderful, though. Yeah. Um, So how did your parents react to the news? Well, my mom, um, I was actually really afraid to tell her at first because, like I said, you know, being 20, I don't know. You know, yes, I was married, and that was, like, a big thing that was important to me, but it was just the fact, you know... I knew how young I was and I was so afraid to tell her because I'm like, you know, my mom was pregnant at 22 and I know that that was something that she didn't really, you know, she always pushed me and my brother to like wait longer. So at first I was nervous to tell her and then I just told her one day after church, like it just came out. I was like, you know, mom, like this is an unexpected blessing and I am, I hope that you're excited. And we ended up, she was like, why would you be afraid to tell me? You know, she was in the car crying and everything and, but it all worked out. You know, my son is super close with her so 
Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Now, how did your pregnancy go? Like, was there any complications? No, I was so blessed to have a smooth pregnancy. That was the best I ever felt, you know, like, really? I felt so good because I struggle with headaches. And when I was pregnant, I never had headaches. It was like, I just was glowing. I don't know if it's because I was just carrying this little miracle baby. So, you know, I was just glowing on the outside, but I was... I felt so good. Honestly, I was like, this is the best I felt. You know, why can't I just be pregnant all the time but not have a bunch of kids? Just like, just to feel that good. Oh, well, how was your delivery? Was it just as good? It was long, but I kind of prepared myself for that because I'm like, you know, you can't have a smooth pregnancy and a smooth labor. You know, you just, you got to pick one or the other. So it was 28 hours. Um, I had to be induced. I wasn't, you know, dilated at all or anything. So... I kind of went in blind with that situation and they um they told me it was going to be a longer process and I remember just being in the room like once my family left it was just me and my husband and I was crying because I was like I can't do this any longer I said I'm in so much pain and you know my husband's the type of guy to where he doesn't always like try to find like the positive side you know like oh you're gonna be okay or you know look what you get to look forward to he just was there and just embraced you know how I was feeling he just gave me a hug and I know I I did hear him praying like as he was hugging me and that's really all that I needed because you know like I said he's not that guy that always tries to you know look at the different side it is what it is you know his wife's in pain she's been laying here for 14 hours in pain and then it was just it was so crazy because when the nurse came back into the room to give me another thing to help dilate me, my water instantly broke. Oh, wow. And I was just like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, that is answered prayers right there. <laughs> I was so thankful. And then after that, it just, it was still long, but I was relieved at the fact knowing like, okay, like the baby's finally coming. <laughs> well, he sounds like he's a very good support group. Oh, yes. <laughs> your faith with God sounds very strong. Yes. I like that. Yes. I like that a lot. And there was no help problem with your baby no not at all um i just remember when he came out my doctor was like oh i'm saying nine something pounds and i was like oh no like six seven and then they weighed him they're like oh he's nine six and i was like can you weigh him again (laughs) i was in (laughs) denial (laughs) he was really over nine pounds yes he was nine pounds six ounces how in the world still big to this day (laughs) like he's three feet tall are you serious a year and a half yeah Now, are you a working mom or are you a stay-at-home mom? Um, Right now, I am a stay-at-home mom. I have been a working mom since I went back six weeks after having Silas. Um, I recently just left my job at the hospital because I'm just focusing on school right now because I went back in January. So, I mean, I'm still working, you know, because school yeah. is work. <laughs> but it is, it's nice to be at home and not feel so rushed with my time with Silas. Do you have any struggles at all since you're... Um, Going to school? I would say just finding the time to study. It can be very hard because my son is at the age where he needs to be into every little thing. So, you know, yeah. he's he's climbing all over me. He's trying to get to my laptop. And I'm just like, oh, Silas, don't do that. So it can be a little bit hard, you know, trying to <laughs> yeah. make the time. Because sometimes I can't even do it until my husband gets home. I have to um, wait until he gets home to study. And then it's like 5 o'clock at night. And I don't want to study. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, because I can just imagine at that age, he's yeah. probably just running all around the place. But pretty much. He doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you find it very hard sometimes? Like, do you ever feel like, I can't do this? Oh, like, 
Absolutely. Um, especially on the days where, you know, I'm just, I'm not feeling good and I have a bunch of things to do. And it just seems like Silas, you know, it's, you know, he can't really express his emotions yet and what he's feeling. So those days where he's just so whiny and I mean, it naturally just hits your nerves, you know, and it's like, there has been times where I literally just broke down and sat on the floor crying, you know, because it's not his fault, but it can just be so overwhelming sometimes, you know, but you just got to pick it back up and keep it rolling. You know, every day is not going to be bad. It's just... It comes with parenthood, I feel like. Yes, that is is definitely. Now, can you tell me more about your husband? Yeah. Um, What's the relationship like with him and your son? My son is absolutely a daddy's boy. He has been since day one. You know, everybody told me, oh, having a boy, you know, he'll be such a mama's boy. He'll be so loving and this and that. And don't get me wrong. My son does love me. We are close. But um, he has been a daddy's boy since day one. That's like his little best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful, though. Um, now, how was your relationship with your parents? I was, um, close with both my parents. You know, it was hard losing my dad at 14. Um, like when my parents got divorced, I was eight and being eight, I didn't understand a lot, you know, but then the older I got, um, more things did start to come to light. And then I lost my dad when I was 14. And at that time I tried to act like I wasn't affected by it, but the older I get, I have a harder time with it, you know, because it's like my dad, he wasn't there when I graduated. You know, he wasn't there to give me away at the aisle. He wasn't there when Silas was born. So it's like when these big life events happen, it's it's very hard for me, you know, compared to what it was when I actually did lose him because nothing was really going on then, you know. Were you two very close? We were close, yes. And that's why it was hard. I was so confused at eight when my parents, you know, were getting divorced because I'm like, you know, like moms and dads don't get divorced. You know, that's not a thing. We're supposed to grow up and have loving parents. So it, it was really hard for me not to be with my dad every day. It really was. Now, do you think your parents' separation impacted you as a mother in any way? Absolutely. And, you know, I have a strong desire in my heart for Silas to grow up in a home with both a mom and a dad, with that being me and Brian only. You know, I don't I don't want divorce. I don't, you know, I don't even like to think about that because I know the heartache that it brought me. And kids deserve to grow up in a together home. You know, they don't yeah. deserve a broken home. So it just gave me a passion to want that. And that's 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 a good way to look at yeah. that. Yeah, so many people <laughs> don't see it that way or it affects them in a negative kind yeah, of way. No, I refuse to be bitter about it. <laughs> That's good. Now, what kind of child were you? Were there any crazy things you did in your youth? I think I was a really good kid, honestly. <laughs> I was the good one. You know, I got good grades in school, good attendance. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be on the honor roll at school because I knew, one, like my dad would always give us like 50 bucks for every A we got. Oh, so wow. I was like, yeah, I'm getting that. <laughs> but it's just I, I was a good kid. You know, I had that desire to be um, I was always very honest with my mom, even the older that I got, you know, because she always told me, you know, I trust you. So don't give me a reason not to trust you. And I just always felt like I could be open with my mom about anything. And to this day, that's why we're still very close. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Now, is there anything in today's society that has impacted you or your family's lives? I think it's all around. You know, unfortunately, I just think the time of day that we live in this world is very dark. (laughs) There's a lot of evil, you know, and um, it as a mom, it makes me very nervous and scared to see what my son is going to have to face because the way this world has just changed in the past five years is crazy. You know, the violence and everything that yes. goes on is so scary, you know, and it's like, 
it makes you nervous to think, you know, I don't know if when my son is like five and six, if I want him to ride his bicycle through the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Because it's not like it was when we were growing up, unfortunately, you know, I mean, I want him to have that. But I think I would be at home having a panic attack thinking about, you know, what could go wrong because you just never know in today's time. Yeah, it's very it's very, very sad. Now, you said you got married young? Yes. How long have you been with your husband? I've been with my husband for five years, um, and we've been married for, it'll be three years on March 17th. So yeah, I got married um, like a week after my 20th birthday. (laughs) So (laughs) now, did did your mom ever get upset that you got married so young? Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Nobody in my family wanted me to get married. You know, everybody thought I was making the biggest mistake of my life, but... I just, you know, I found out through just a lot of praying and, you know, people that have just, that lived their life on fire with um, God, them just speaking to me and talking to me and giving me this advice and praying for me. I just, I knew in my heart that I was doing the right thing. You know, I, I knew that I wanted to be a wife. And I said, what's the difference if we get married now or if we get married, you know, 10 years from now? I was like, I know that I want to be with you. Yeah, because <laughs> so many people don't get married. No, you don't. You don't see it. You know, maybe like 23, 24 with that age. But I mean, I was 19, turned 20, got married a week later. You know, everybody was like, oh, she must be pregnant or this must yeah. be going on. Because, you know, that's how people think. But yeah. it wasn't. I mean, I knew that I loved him. And that's what, you know, me saying, like, what's the difference if I do it now or if I wait, you know, to do it 10 years from now? I know that I want to be with him. Which is very true. Yeah. <laughs> You said you you lost your father. Mm-hmm. Can you take us back to that time and explain how that has completely impacted your life? I, um, the night my dad died, I was actually in Sandusky. Um, we were getting ready to go to Cedar Point, and I had a dream of my dad sitting at his dining room table, and he had a heart attack and died. And I woke up out of a dead sleep and I woke my mom up and I was like mom like I just had a bad nightmare I had a dream that my dad died and then the next day that morning when we were out at Bob Evans eating breakfast my brother had called my mom and told her that my dad had passed away wow and I was just like what are the odds to have a dream about that you know I I mean I definitely think it was something spiritual you know like me being shown that that happened. And in a way, it prepared me a little bit more to get that news. Like, I knew instantly when my mom answered the phone and seeing the look on her face, I already knew what it was going to be. And was it from a heart condition? Um, Yes. Yes, he had heart failure. So I was kind of prepared for it, you know, because I knew that his heart was only working at 13%. I knew that it was just a matter of time. And like I said, I knew instantly when my mom got that phone call what it was about because I had that dream it was just like I I knew it was coming that had to be really hard at 14 years old it it was I was just you know I was I was angry in a way you know like why does this have to happen and you know in a lot of ways like I said it affected me especially when I hit those big milestones in my life but um I finally learned to you know just make peace with the situation and I don't ever want to say you move on from it but you know it definitely gives me a different outlook on how to really take care of myself and not, you know, indulge in things that I shouldn't that put your body at risk for like developing diseases like that. And it's just, you know, I got to just roll with the punches when it comes to it. I miss them every day, but it is what it is. For your age, you just seem like 
so much older. <laughs> I get told that all the time. Oh my gosh, especially when I worked at the bank. Um, they would always tell me like, "You have such an old soul. You're so wise." Yes. And I and I just think it's the things that I faced in my life that have just gave me, you know, that different outlook. It's just, and losing my dad was one of them. That really. I felt like I went from 14 to like 20 instantly, you know, I just didn't. And it it even seems like now, like, yeah, I'm 22. But, you know, I I don't feel like that because I look around at people that are my age and I'm just like, I don't act like that. (laughs) We don't have anything in common. (laughs) I'm like, and thank God that I don't. (laughs) Now, your parents were in an interracial relationship Mm -hmm. and your husband is a white gentlemen you're african-american yes do you find um that there's any problems do you face any kind of racism on that i i actually remember like um when my parents were together and i remember you know we would go out to eat and you have me and then you have three of my brothers who are black and then you have my other brother who's white and you know you have my mom and my dad so you know these people are looking like what's going on with this family over here you know because that's natural so i just remember like getting a lot of looks when we were younger but even to this day um there was a time last year when me my husband and my son were having christmas pictures taken and the lady at jc penny's just could not stop giving us dirty looks really and i was just you know i just couldn't help but just like looking at her just like very confused because i'm thinking you know what at the time i'm like it's 2018 you know it we're not the problem. You know, you are. Yes. You know, why are we bothering you so much? You know what I mean? I mean, we're a loving, happy couple and we have a beautiful child. What could possibly, why does that upset you? You know, I just, I don't understand it. And I know that it's going to be out there and I know that it'll continue as long as people allow it to be continued because when you raise your kids to, you know, look at color, that's what they're going to look at. You know what I mean? So I just, I want my son to be very open to the fact you know i don't even want him to see you know i want him to see what's in the heart not what's on the outside and and it's very true um i don't think everyone always realizes that there's such a fence that you're on sometimes Mm -hmm. um especially when you're dealing with color yes um it's just sometimes it's just very difficult because you'll have even your own you know because people are always going to see you as black yep and even if you're mixed like some black people don't like you because you're mixed and then some people and i face that people, too yeah, yeah don't like school. yeah i would get a lot of that <laughs> yeah you know, and, and so no one really understands the struggle from the other point of view exactly and how much that impacts your life whether they realize it or not mm-hmm. um there's certain things you go through life where you have to basically teach your child that no one ever thinks that you have to do that absolutely so, yeah, I mean, so how has motherhood changed you? Do you have a lot of fears being a mother? Um, like I said, I think my fear basically is just that um, how much, you know, the world and everything is just constantly changing. You just never know what really to prepare yourself for. And like, you know, I'm a type of person I do believe in change and I believe in growth, but it's just it can be very scary with everything that's going on out there. And even not even so much talking about the world, but even just my son himself, you know, it's like soon as I think I have him down packed, I know what he likes to eat. I know what he, you know, I know his method. I know his ways, his schedule. It's like, boom, he's changing again. (laughs) Like I can never just, and I'm such a person that likes it. Like, boom, 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 a schedule, you know, like this is this one, two, three. And then these kids, (laughs) they just (laughs) throw you in a loop. I'm like, okay, well, you don't like that anymore. All right. (laughs) 
Now, that is very hard because <laughs> they are very picky. Yes. And looking back at all your struggles and everything you've been conquered through your life as a mother, is there any advice you'd like to give to young mothers that you're, since you are a younger mother yourself? I would honestly say being a young mom, you have to find that outlet. You don't want to get so caught up in just being a mom. And that was something that I struggled with for about a year. You know, I was just so consumed with that's just who I was. And that was it. You know, it's like, and I also forgot that, you know, I am a wife. You know, it's my job to spend time and make time for my husband as well. And then most important than that, like, I'm I'm still me. You know, I'm still Aviana. I have to take care of me. So I would just say, you know, find something that you can do that just takes your mind off of just being stuck in that motherhood role. You know, whether if you if you want to sing, if you want to write, dance, read, just something that, you know, so you just don't feel so bottled up. Because that was something that I struggled with for a, a while. And, you know, it's like your friends tell you that they're going to be there and they can't wait to be a part of your kid's life. And then as soon as you have your kid, nobody's there. So you just feel so lonely and so empty inside. So I just found out really within the past six months to still take care of me because when I take care of me, then my marriage will be okay. And then my family will be okay. You are very wise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, do you have any friends? Either yeah. Have young kids? Yeah, I do have a couple friends that have kids. You know, we're always like, oh, we, we have to get together. We have to get together. But it, you know, it can just be so hard. And especially like right now, everybody's kids are sick. So nobody's yes. going around anybody. <laughs> but um, I do. And it is nice sometimes to just reach out to those mom friends and, you know, talk to them about advice like, hey, what did you do to get your kid to sleep through the night or get them to, you know, to eat more veggies and stuff like that. So it is good to always have those mom friends, too. And just to really talk and hang out, like I said, not be so consumed with just being moms, you know. I don't think people realize that mothers do carry so many hats. Yes. <laughs> you know, you still have to be true to yourself. Yes. And and it's tr- you are you are so correct. You're not just a mom. You're all these many things. You're a daughter, mm-hmm. you're a sister, you're an you could be an aunt. Yep. I mean, you have so many roles that you have to play and sometimes it's hard to balance, it but was. you seem like you know, you do struggle a little bit, but I think you're... Yeah, I'm getting better. Like I said, it, it did consume me for a while. You know, I just look in the mirror like, oh, I'm a mom. Oh, I don't have time to do that because I'm a mom. You know, I don't I don't want to do this because I'm a mom. You know, and it's just, it's not good to have that mentality. You know, you, you have to take care of yourself. It's so important because if you don't, everybody's affected by it. That's, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. You are just... It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I can't believe you're 22 years old. <laughs> now, tell us a little bit more about your son. Oh, Mr. Silas. <laughs> He's so smart, you know, but it, it's not even so much that. Um, when I was pregnant with my son, my uncle, who is our pastor, um, I remember he came up to me one day, and this was before we even knew that we were having a boy. He said, you know, you're having a boy and he is so anointed. His anointing is seven times fuller than mine. And that just being spoken to me is why I refer to Silas as like my miracle baby, you know, because I just, I just felt something so strong in me all the time. You know, I was just very emotional. I remember like the nights just like praying and like reading my Bible. There was just such a like strong pull in my heart and a desire. And it's just so crazy because to this day, when we go to church, 
how into it my son is for only being 18 months oh, old. Wow. You know, he claps when he sees people getting prayer. He, he'll lift his hands. That's amazing. He watches um, my grandmother that also preaches sometimes. So he just sits there and watches. You know, usually kids at his age are just like, they sleep can't and sit, do yeah, something. eating snacks, can't sit still. But he just sits there and just takes it all in. And it's it's amazing to me how spiritually gifted he is already and how you can see it. And it just warms my heart. You know, like I said, yes, he's smart and he has a personality. But what means the most to me is that I can already look at him and tell that he's on fire for God. And that's what this world needs. And it excites me. <laughs> now, do you see yourself having more children? I do. I want more kids. I, I want a girl. <laughs> um, my husband is like, absolutely not right now. And we're talking about a guy that wanted five kids. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and he's just like, no, not right now. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. It could definitely be a possibility. Um, maybe a couple years from now, once I'm done with school and everything. But I mean, I can plan my life, but... <laughs> no. What are you going to school for? Dental hygiene. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. So. Oh, that's wonderful. How much more do you, time do you have? I still have about a year and a half, so I'll be in there for a while, but it's good for me, and I finally know what I want to do. So, you know, all those, like, what, four or five years, I didn't know what I wanted to do, didn't know, yeah. so... But it, it feels good to finally know what career <laughs> path I want to take. I feel so much better about it. Now, do you go to, is it like an online school? Or? No, um, I go to Stark State in Akron. So, and I actually, I could do online classes if I wanted to, but I chose to go a few days a week because I knew if I did online classes, like I would probably slack, you know, yeah. and it, it feels good to be able to just get out the house and go really you know like I look forward to it I feel so nerdy because this mentality that I have I didn't have when I was in high school or when I first graduated from high school you know I, I kind of just slacked it off you know but now I'm just like I want to get there and I want to get an A and I want to do the best and I want to be on the dean's list because yeah. I want to show my son that I can do it you know because I did have people in my family that would be like oh she's pregnant she's never going to do nothing with her life oh wow and that set a fire in me to show them no I can you know because back to what I said, I'm not just a mom, you know, I'm going to make something of my life. It's just beautiful to see that in someone. So <laughs> it really is. Now, is there anything else that you would like to add about your life as a mother? I mean, nothing that I could really think of at the top of my head. Like I said, the most important thing is to not lose yourself and being a mom, really, because I know that's what I struggled with a lot. So anytime that I see young moms out there or just moms that just seem so sad you know I try to tell them you know don't don't be discouraged find yourself find something you like and take care of yourself that's beautiful <laughs> well I would like to thank you very much for being on our show today thank you for having me it's so yeah. fun like a big venting <laughs> session <laughs> I mean, and I think it's wonderful so you can let other people know like you do struggle there's gonna be struggles as a mother but you yes. wear so many hats and we just keep going girl yes, it's a beautiful <laughs> gift it really is <laughs> and yeah because i was the same way i loved being pregnant so mm -hmm. it's it's beautiful to see that in somebody else yes. as well <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for being on our yes. show aviana it's been lovely yeah. having you and i hope you have a wonderful blessed day thank you you too thank you <laughs> thank you for sharing your time with us her crown is co-produced by kimberly gonzalez supported by the D5 Group, and it's powered by the Sound United Podcast Studio. If you'd like more information or to be a part of our next Her Crown series, you can reach us at Her Crown Podcast 
at gmail.com.